0: To Nerd versus World. Hello and welcome to Nerd Versus World, Episode Nine, Jason and the Argonerds. I'm Brendan. I'm Spindles, and I'm Cody. Cody is filling in for Ady today, who couldn't make it.
1: Because he's being filled in or something. Yeah. No, he's, he's, <laughs> he's, he's busy at work, bless him, he couldn't get some time off this week, so uh, unfortunately we've had to record without Ady this week, but we're ably assisted by Cody instead. So yes, thank you for coming along, sir. No worries.
2: I'm sure that Ady could probably cack some kind of innuendo about... Filling him in. Anything. But, you know, <laughs> no, yeah. AD can
1: no, have a we... new endo about anything. Yes. <laughs> this has been proven on many, many occasions. Yeah. The man is a walking innuendo metaphor. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's very true. But we've been we've promised him an AD spectacular when he comes back. So. Yes.
1: We're not quite sure what an AD spectacular is, but we'll find out, I guess. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, I'm not going to
1: be here for that. Okay, have fun, guys. <laughs> cool. How are we all How are we all bearing up in the in the seasonally, unclement weather?
0: <laughs> I've been in the studio most of the day, so uh, air
1: yeah. conditioning. Yeah, we, we got out to um, Blenheim Palace at the weekend for the medieval day, so we saw jousting and falconry and stuff, that was oh fairly man. good fun, apart from the fact that I got turned into Lobster Boy once again, because... I spent more than half an hour in the sunshine. will wow. not fool me.
0: Yeah, you are a goth.
1: Indeed. Well, you know, see, I've got a line from where my bandana was. <laughs> yeah. Bad line of sunburn, so I now have to wear my bandana all the time. <laughs> yeah, no, and just
2: went to a beer festival in Reading, which was very nice. Mm. Had a few very nice make. Belgian beers that were yeah. about
0: percent, We something
1: didn't have enough like time that. to make that in the end because we were going to come down on a Saturday but uh, couldn't make it in the end
0: well, You had better weekends than I did, I worked, <laughs> I, well, worked. I spent
1: all day yesterday doing uni work oh, if okay. that's any recompense. I started at like about half twelve yesterday and finished at something like three o'clock this morning
0: well, I was in the studios, I was on a shift yesterday as well So,
1: Did you have many people in on the bank holiday?
0: Yeah we had a few had yeah. a few students in yeah. but they got a deadline coming up soon so. Alright ah, fair enough starting to panic
1: <laughs>
0: bless him. indeed yeah, that's all good yeah,
1: silly deadlines I've got another one to be in next week as well but it's the AI Module next week, so I love working on the AI modules. See that in
0: your sleep, can't you? Sorry, you can do that one in your sleep, surely. Yeah,
1: yeah it's, it's yeah, today just for fun, I wrote a, a web service to interface with mine. So yeah,
0: like the way you prefix that with just
1: for fun. It was just for fun. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, I know, let's let's give it another way of sending commands to it. This <laughs> is it as a web service. I still haven't met your AI. Indeed, you will. You can. You'll, you'll get to Not meet Brad easy. eventually. <laughs> the AI. Brad. Yes, yes, the, the basic robotic assistant demon, Brad. <laughs> his, his job is to, like, Google stuff for me and check Wikipedia and read my mail to me and stuff. Oh, yeah, I think I've heard you talking about him before, yeah, actually. Yeah, so I can just get him to, to do various things for me that I can't be bothered doing myself. <laughs> <laughs> Replace menial tasks with a cron job.
0: Well, that's how it starts, and then eventually they get their own sentiency in. Yeah, indeed. become self-aware
1: take over your household well, yeah. Yeah, yeah get the interfaces put in for it <laughs> well, we bought uh, Rouch and Joe, we got them a, an X10 starter kit for as their wedding present So, so home automation starter kit for uh, remote controlling lights and kettles That's and really stuff nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's very cool <laughs> I'd
0: like to get to the stage where like your house can sense your car pulling you up.
1: Well, it can, you do with RFID chips. Yeah. So, yeah, you, you can do it now because that's what the, the guy who's a professor of, I think he's a professor, is of robotics or neuroscience, something like that at Reading University, he's created like RFID chips that open doors for him and everything. And as he just walks, in, walks into them, amazing. And he even went as far as creating a neural interface between him and his wife that allowed them to share sensation. Between each other, so it's like kind of prototype neural okay. interface.
0: Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted something that could have the kettle boiling. But by the time I got in the house, <laughs> that's all I wanted. Yeah,
2: I think I saw him in a
1: documentary actually on Ray Kurzweil. Uh, yes, I do. Yeah, Ray Kurzweil is another another very interesting man. Have yes. if, uh, if you've ever heard the um, R. Lady P. "Spiritual Machines" album. No. It's a concept album by Our Lady Peace about kind of the birth and creation of AI. It's got Ray Kurzweil doing loads of uh, voiceover stuff on it. Cool. I mean, I, I no, I've that. not heard that one, no. Spiritual Machines, it's a fucking awesome album. It's, it's Our Lady Peace's fourth album, I think. Okay. And it's all just this concept album about AI, and it's got uh, segs by Ray Kurzweil in between all of them, kind of giving a an alternate... Future timeline of what happens with AI when the machines take over. (laughs) It's a very, very cool album. Sorry, the
2: microphone can't see me smile when I (laughs) mention that, but it was a very big one. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you'll have to show me that at some point, Uh, so I'd really like to hear that. Oh, cool. Well,
1: yeah, by all means, uh, next time you're around, you know, listen to It's one of my favourite albums that they've done. It's a cracking album. Um, Speaking of uh, giant machines, I've finally seen the whole of Robot Combat League Season 1. I've seen
0: the first couple of episodes, but it's Brilliant.
1: I've seen the whole lot. I've watched it all in a day. It's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) It It really is is awesome. Have you seen it yet? No. Do you know what it is? No. It's uh, giant robots that are half powered by people who move them and people who fight with them in a kind of real steel type remote interface and basically the, the robots just go in the arena and Bash the shit out of each other <laughs> and whoever wins is like Robot Wars but with giant like eight foot robots. It's pneumatic fists. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> it's hosted by Chris Jericho. It's awesome. <laughs> 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 but yes, yeah, so I've I've watched the whole oh. of that now, so I, I won't spoil it and let you know who wins, but <laughs>
0: <laughs> No, it's get around to watch these things now, there's too many shows. I've um, more or less given up on defiance.
1: I still haven't watched episode 3 yet, so I I watched the second episode, and it was marginally less shit than the first.
2: (laughs) 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 Yeah, I haven't seen any of it yet. I think sat down, and there was some of it on Terrestrial or something, and we're just like, oh, Defiance is on... Oh, this is not the first episode. Uh,
0: Well, uh, they're only up to episode 4. Yeah, yeah,
1: I think episode 4 was literally on last 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 night, night. yeah. Yeah. Um, But no, I, I... just having fun I, uh, the second one So much as it was like slightly better like, had the most appalling Nirvana cover at the end yeah. of the episode <laughs> that just made me want to hurl I almost rage quit
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> I've had enough now that's it rage <laughs> quit table flip Yeah, not watching this show again because <laughs> it was a a choral version of Come As You Are pretty much wasn't it yeah it was yeah it was yeah. just shocking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my taste was offended <laughs> Yeah, I seriously lost my karma for that. I don't know why. It's just the, the stupidest things. I was, cause I, I liked the episode up to that point.
1: And then that I, just the completely was ruined it. Yeah, yeah it, it did. It was it was foul. It's
0: like everything after the intro, intro credits of Prometheus. Up until that point, I liked it. And then once the film started, I hated it. <laughs> I still haven't found a price low enough for me to buy well, it. I like was they're going to they're gonna
1: have to like give it away with a yeah. hot cross bun or something <laughs> for you to even consider it. <laughs> One of your uh, Sainsbury's pizzas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> can I interest you in a free copy of. Fuck off and die! <laughs> 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 and you can keep your pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen a um, uh, couple of spin off shows? Do you kind of web series spin offs of things of Person of Interest and. Uh, what was the other elementary. elementary. I saw the
0: elementary one because I, I really like elementary. <laughs> yeah that's really got me hooked It is. Person of good. Interest I haven't
1: watched Person of Interest is fantastic yeah, yeah it's a brilliant show uh, It has, I, think, I think we ranted about that on one of the first ever side 80 shows because it's really fucking good okay. it, it's the same kind of premise over and over again my daughter kind of goes well it's just the same thing it's boring I get a number and they try and save them and that's, that's it it's, yeah. it's it's social security number of the week Right.
0: <laughs> yeah, like the first couple of seasons of House
1: yeah, yeah, yeah But it it is a really good programme It's very darkly humorous as well okay. Which is what I really like about it
0: I have to check it out cause I'm, having a, I'm having a moment now of catching up with old TV shows That I've missed out on For various reasons I mean Battlestar Galactica
1: mm, I just finished rewatching. all that I think that there, was,
0: there was a lot of dummy spitting on my behalf First time around I just completely avoided the show But now I've started watching it mm. And I've got to say first season was awesome Yeah Second season was good.
1: Third season. Third season flags.
0: I'm sorry, I just find Starbuck to be insanely whiny. Yeah, she is. <laughs> yeah. She is insanely whiny. Yeah. I haven't oh, got season good for four. Guys Baltar. Ahead, yeah.
1: Yeah. Baltar is awesome. He's easily <laughs> the best character in that show. I actually no, I tell a lie, Mark Shepard's character is the best character yes. in the show. I've just as met the him. lawyer. Yeah, the lawyer. Oh Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he is absolutely fucking brilliant. <laughs> And the Chief as well, I quite like the Chief. Chief, was Chief cool. Tyrrell, yeah. yeah. But then again, he turns into a whiny bitch in Series 4 as well. well I haven't got Series yeah. 4 yet,
0: but well, he was quite whiny in Season 3. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it became more of a drama and more, more and of a soap season opera. Season
1: 3 just got far too horribly political for my liking. i trying to think, because when was, when
0: was Season 3? When, when would that have been out? Was that 07?
1: Uh, it was 2003, the miniseries started. So, it would have been 2006, Season 3. Okay. I'm trying to think of that. Cloud with the writer's strike. That was 2008. 2007 was the writer's right. strike. So, uh, that, I think that was... At, I think it was the writer's strike that ended up killing Caprica. And that was after BSG had finished. Because okay. Caprica got shafted by the network. Yeah. By showing a pilot, like, the week after... Season 4 of Battlestar Galactica finished, they showed the pilot of Caprica, then waited a year to show the next episode, <laughs> right. then they showed like 5 episodes, then waited 6 months to show the final 5 episodes, so there was like 10 episodes in season 1, it took them nearly 2 years to show it, Jesus. by which point the audience had all given up and fucked off home. Yeah. It's
0: okay, I'll have, to, I'll have to catch up with a person of interest.
1: Though. Do It's really, guys, it, it's the main characters that make it really, it's the, the guy who played Ben in Lost, Michael Emerson. And, um, Jim Caviel, cool. uh, as a kind of ex-CIA guy, he's, they're, they're very, very funny as a i G-O.
0: I'll have to check it out, because he was awesome as Ben in Lost.
1: Yes, yeah, Ben Linus, he's, he was, again, uh, one, of the, the one of the best characters yeah. in Lost, yeah. yeah. Have you seen, uh, sorry, speaking of Abrams, that uh, Simon Pegg's been interviewing everybody about uh, Star Trek, Star Wars, sorry?
0: I saw a snippet of a J.J. Abrams and Simon Pegg conversation, mm. um, Because they're doing a special show before Into Darkness is released, aren't they? Yeah. So it's clips from that. But no, I haven't seen anything else. Yeah,
1: well, uh, he also did one with Carrie Fisher... And basically said to Carrie Fisher that uh, as a teenager, he went before he went to sleep every night, he kissed a picture of Princess Leia. <laughs> <laughs> a way to creep someone out in an interview.
2: Uh, I used to kiss a photo of you every night before I went to bed. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> so that, was, that was deeply amusing. <laughs> oh,
0: cause that's out this week, isn't it? Yeah, it's out Thursday. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Star Trek into that yes. I'm
0: probably going to get to see the midnight previews of that again Yeah, I, again
1: I'll be leaving it a couple of days just well cause I'm off to Brighton on Friday so I'm not going to get to see it until next week anyway I don't think just off to see Professor Elemental again awesome and get
0: uh, okay, to do an intro for us
1: I will if I can catch it because he's got two shows he's got a show on the Friday and on the Saturday so if, if I can get time to speak to him I will because we were going to try and organise a podcast but he's he's a bit too busy okay. panicking about his show so it's nice. a, a new show for him ah, cool. uh, but uh, been in touch with uh, Robert Rankin and Reagan and they've said that they're, if they're free they'll give us an interview awesome. So. awesome we've just got to send them a message on Thursday and say yeah, we'll meet them tomorrow and cool. see if we can make that happen that be ace be very nice because oh, yes. you know, you've seen that the uh, Sci-Fi Weekend have released its first round of guests. Yep, and
0: he's on the rankings on the Robert list. Rankings
1: on there, and we've and got Odo, uh, Odo, yeah, Rene yeah. Noir. Hey. Uh, um, Odo and
0: Neelix. They're both over there. Yeah, so, so they've cool.
1: gone. They're going down a Star Trek route this yeah. year, which is good.
0: I reckon Chase has gone back to the States and gone. You know what? This this, this is a really, this con's a really, really good con. Really good <laughs> definitely go out there uh,
1: yeah, uh, and uh, Manu Interame, yeah. <laughs> who basically spent the entire weekend off his face, yeah. really enjoying it. Yeah. <laughs> looking for Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah the, the hunt for the Wi-Fi. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah. I, th- I think you're probably right. That's. Uh, She's gone back and gone. <laughs> this, this convention's really good.
0: <laughs> well, she's over here quite a like, lot anyway, recording the big finished books, yeah. so... Yeah. But, yeah, uh, I hope she comes back. That'd be awesome. Indeed. Because yeah. they've got Blake 7 covers as well, haven't they?
1: Yeah, they, they've, got one, uh, they've got one guy in from the original Blake yeah. 7. And
0: then we have got Doctor Who. We got the yeah, guy. The,
1: the, the guy who was the, the blue guy who got done in by the Headless Monks. Yeah. Because he, he was in Harry recently. Potter as well. Wasn't he? Yes. the he was the the, was the ghost? Yeah, one of the, one
0: of
1: the ghosts. The the friar. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That doesn't need I'm not really fussed if I miss his Q and A Well indeed.
1: Well, we'll have to see yeah. who but
0: else. I want to go and see Odo.
1: Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Odo and Neelix. I can imagine that being an interesting comedy yeah. panel if they do that <laughs> together. Yeah. It's, it's pretty, the amount of stuff that René Aubijon has done is just insane. Because he's done tons of voiceovers and stuff as well. we yeah. voices in like, The Little Mermaid and stuff that you just <laughs> never think he was in. He was in The Little Mermaid? Uh, I believe he was the chef at the end of The Little Mermaid. <laughs> I was in. The one that tries to kill Sebastian. Actually, yeah, I can, <laughs> I can hear that. Yes.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, Mental. I always remember him from this uh, TV program in the states called Soap. I think it was called Soap. Oh, I was basically a <coughs> parody of like stuff like Dynasty and Dallas and stuff like that. So it was yeah.
0: a, okay, so it was a piss take of soaps.
2: Yeah, okay. and it was it was really funny, and I really enjoyed him in it. He played an absolute bastard in it, mm-hmm. basically like sport rich guy who's a bit of a a douchebag. <laughs>
1: <Fair. laughs> Another thing we got up to at the weekend was uh, I showed them comic book villains. Right, People came around to mine. Yeah, yeah, that was comic great. book villains. Have you seen that? It's
0: a cracking film. Hidden
1: gem. Yeah, it is. It, it's a, a very kind of low budget one where it's got Donald Logue, uh, DJ Qualls, Kari Yules, uh, and a load of other people in it. But uh, basically, it's about two. Comic shops in a small town. Who hear about a guy who dies, who has been apparently collecting comics all of his life? And they're basically trying to get the comics, and it's, it ends up escalating into you know, violence and murder and arson. And <laughs> it's an absolutely genius film. Yeah, okay, check it out. Comic book villains. Yeah, it's an it's an old one. But I think it was like kind of maybe mid nineties. Okay. But yeah, very very good. Have awesome. to watch it. There's a lot of uh, kind of subtle nerd references in there. And some not-so-subtle ones. And some not-so-subtle <laughs> ones, yeah. Yeah, it is very, very
2: good. I did like the trailer for uh, Tongan Ninja. Tonga Ninja, yeah. Which I, uh, I, I want Ninja. to see now.
1: Yeah. Well, next time you come round, because I have that as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tongan Ninja was one of my picks for the worst films to take along to the sci-fi oh, weekend. Yeah, The Amnesty.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: It was, uh, I can't wait the strapline, something like that. Uh, all the martial arts prowess of the Rocky Horror Picture Show and the <coughs> musical numbers of Crouching Tiger Hidden Dragon <laughs> <laughs> it's very very funny Okay, so why would that be in your amnesty? because it's no. just so bad, it's okay. brilliant <laughs> It's really, really low budget. <laughs> Honestly, it's like you know the kind of wire work is where they kind of go like that, and then they get pulled along in the air <laughs> really slowly. Okay. And then when before they have fights, they like uh, the names come up with stats. Like, Action fighter and knife man. <laughs> it's just really, really shockingly bad. Right. <laughs> it's one of those ones that kind of we put on at like three o'clock in the morning at mine when everyone's wasted.
0: <laughs> this time you usually put monkey on as well.
1: Yes. I think there's anything else that caught my attention recently?
0: Well, we're talking about the TV spin-offs, and Elementary um, getting one, which is the Irregulars, isn't
1: it? Yes, the Begg Street Irregulars. Yeah.
0: Yes. Which I'd like to see how they do that.
1: But from because from what I've seen in the show, the people who are in the Big Street Irregulars aren't kids in this.
0: No, the only guy I can think of who would be in it would be his sponsor, the car thief.
1: Yes. Well, there's a car thief, and then I also think that there was another kind of homeless type guy that he was talking to in one of the episodes, and they did actually mention the Irregulars in the mm. show at that point, so I think it's going to be, rather than kids, I think it's going to be the kind of homeless and down-and-out populace of New York.
0: I think it'll be an interesting take on it, because mm. what they've had an interesting take on the whole Sherlock canon anyway, so yeah. I'm kind of I'm intrigued, because I wasn't sold on that show when I first no, saw weren't. it.
1: I talked you into watching it. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I, well I watched the pilot and I wasn't overly sold on it. And then I just persevered and watched a few more and then I just watched like 15 episodes in a couple of days. Mm.
1: Have you seen Act the one where um, Vinnie Jones comes back? Yeah. Yeah, you've seen that one, cool.
0: That's the latest one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was very cool. Um but yeah, it's actually a really good show. And so um, I'm intrigued by the idea of a, of a spin-off. And it's a web series, isn't it?
1: Yeah, the, yeah, both of them are going to be webisodes.
0: So, yeah. So yeah, there we go. More web-based programming.
1: Absolutely. Can't the way forward. On. Oh yeah, so thankfully, Elementary's been renewed as I supposed to be dressed as has The Mentalist.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm glad about that, because The Mentalist finale was... Fucking awesome!
1: Yes, this. Is awesome. And the setup,
0: because I've got a feeling next season will be its last.
1: I, I think so because of the way they've set it up. Yeah, they, they've got it down to a certain amount of people that Red John could, could be, be, and now the rules have changed. Yeah. <laughs> because so,
0: yes. it was, it was on the bubble this season. It yeah. was really was a coin flip. Yeah. So I think they have probably given it one season to finish it off. Mm. But yeah. That'd be good. Criminal Minds has been picked up again. Well, the, well, well they've, they've got the writer and the producers on board. The problem so.
1: with that is that the, the ladies are uh, demanding equal pay. Okay. I was reading an article about it today. So uh, the, the girl who plays JJ and the one who plays the, uh, the lab technician, I can't remember her name, the kind of techie one. But her anyway. Yeah. Uh, they've apparently been saying you know that they get nowhere near the amount of money that the male stars do. Yeah. So they're they've refused a final offer apparently. So we'll see how that turns out. Oh no, because Jennifer is my favourite character. Yeah, that's two of the leading. Yeah. Ladies in it have said that they're not getting paid enough. So. Well, they
0: negotiate individually. Yes. Which is, I guess, kind of the problem. Mm. I think if they negotiated it as a group, they might have more more sway.
1: Well, this is why the, the ladies are kind of saying together that yeah. Yeah, they don't get anywhere near as much as the men do, so they're demanding equal pay. Which is fair. Yeah, yeah. it's fair enough. I mean, yeah. Like you said,
2: some of the characters, some of your favourite characters are... JJ's my favourite character. Because
0: mm-hmm. yeah. she left for, she she left left for, for ages, one year. Yeah, yeah. She left for a season and then came back.
1: Yep. Well, good luck to them. Yeah, sure. I hope for they sure. get it. Oh, I hope so. I hope and the show comes back. It's it's, fantastic. it's a great yes. show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Criminal Minds is
0: a great series. It's one of yeah. the few shows that must be genuinely squeamish.
1: Yeah, yeah. We, we've had this conversation about it before because we've basically mainlined seven seasons in about three weeks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Came out of it being very
0: dark. <laughs> Did you ever watch the spin-off series for, for that?
1: Uh, no, we've got it. It's on... Netflix yeah or Love, oh, film. love film Love film. Um, yeah. Suspicious
0: Behaviour yeah. isn't it yeah that's very good is that good as that's well really good. it's a very short series things like six yeah, episodes yeah there's maybe. not
1: many of it at all but yeah we, it's one that but it's uh,
0: Forrest Whitaker and Janine Garofalo and yeah. it's brilliant yeah it's a very very good series
1: yeah i have to give that
0: a go well it's going to be that time of year again isn't it it's coming up to
1: well they're spinning off loads <laughs> of stuff again because they've, they've done another backdoor pilot in NCIS <laughs> called NCIS Red and it was two episodes of NCIS LA which if that works then it will be a spin-off of a spin-off of a spin-off of a spin-off because it was originally JAG then NCIS yeah. was spun off JAG and then NCIS LA was spun off NCIS yeah. and then Red spun off <laughs> NCIS LA <laughs>
0: that's crazy <laughs> yeah. Um Touch has gone.
1: Has that gone? The Keep Southern one? I've never even watched
0: it. That's gone. Uh, But we should get a full list of what's been cancelled and what's been renewed in the next couple of weeks.
1: Yeah. I know that the majority of them are already up on on Digital Spy. They've got a a scorecard thing on there that says what's been cancelled and what hasn't.
0: There's still a few shows left to run out there, seasons.
1: Yeah. well, Warehouse 13's coming to a close because that came back on a couple of weeks ago.
0: I think right. Big Bang Theory's got to come to a close. That's still going. Um, next season of How I Met Your Mother is the last one. Yes, thank God. <laughs> season eight. I've I, not even seen any of it. I dropped that at season eight halfway through. I just went, enough's enough. They're just doing the same joke over and over again. There's only so many times you can say. I'm just going to watch this because Barney's cool. Yes. Yeah. At some point, it's going. Sorry, he's now doing. Uh, Neil, Neil Patrick's Neil,
1: Neil's Puppet Dreams Neil, Neil's Puppet Dreams which is infinitely the Nerdist, superior which is much better so, yeah.
0: I don't have to watch How I Met Your Mother to get my, my fix um, i can just watch something better on the Nerdist channel because <laughs> he, he, yeah. he's just as awesome in there
1: Neil's Puppet Dreams is fantastic
0: yeah. <laughs> that's great um,
1: utterly inappropriate but my daughter <laughs> finds it hilarious <laughs>
0: <laughs> awesome <laughs> oh, as she's seen the episode with Nathan Fillion. Yep. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How many references can you crowbar into <laughs> his career in the intro? <laughs> yeah.
0: That's brilliant.
1: Very, very funny.
0: The Castle's been picked up for second season. Well,
1: for second, second season. For another second season. season. Yeah. are on now. Sixth season of Castle. Yeah. Yeah, and so we're, we're almost at the end of this season of Castle, because...
0: Episode 23 was last night, so...
1: Yeah, because they, they, they had to flip the episodes round, because yeah. of the, the bombings yeah. thing, so they swapped their bomb episode around. they had that one last week.
0: Yeah, but both of them have had a bombing, that's the thing, because uh, last week's they had...
1: It was the one where the, she was stood on the bomb, and that's yeah. the one that got changed, because that was supposed to be the week before, which was the week after the bombings. Right. And they swapped it for. Oh, hang on! was that? No, they. Was
0: that the,
1: is that the clip show one? Yeah. Right, because we, we turned that one off. I'll watch that another point. But I just, just, we got about twenty. Oh, it minutes... was
0: it was brilliant. Well, we
1: got about twenty yeah. minutes in, and we're just like, oh, it's, it's like two in the morning. It oh, can't be after the clip show. Because it was the hundredth episode, I'm sure. It was... was it? No, the no the hundredth no, episode was... was the one where um, she set up the murder across the street. Yes.
0: Yeah. That was, a, that was a great episode. Yes. That was the um, the rear window spoof. Yeah. That Apologies was
1: if I've just spoiled
2: that for everyone. Hopefully it's fake. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I haven't <laughs> seen enough of it
0: to even know what you're talking
2: about. <laughs> I think I've only seen one episode that Emma introduced us to when we were around at the weekend.
1: Right, okay. <laughs> Which I have to say,
0: really enjoyed that.
1: It, it, yeah, Castle, is, it's great. It's yeah? a great
0: show. That's on <laughs> Love Film now as well.
1: Is it? Yeah. Really going to have to start
2: bugging Hannah to switch over to the online Love Film yeah. rather than
0: the DVD Love Film
1: Love Netflix is, is genius
0: the problem I had with Love Film initially was that it's on demand service was nowhere near as good as Netflix it wasn't but it really is it's now picked up immensely because I was going to cancel my Love Film account but I kept it just to review Zombieland for yeah, the show yeah. and when I saw that they had like all the Buffy all of Angel,
1: all of Star Galactica, all of Warehouse yeah. oh, Thirteen. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: yeah, they've they yeah. got a lot of box sets of really good shows they've on all, there. Now. All, they of, they can the all, yeah, all of the West All watch online.
0: Yeah, all seven seasons of the West right? Wing. Yeah, they've
1: got definitely. seven seasons of Criminal Minds on there. Yeah. So yeah, it's another one I haven't seen. Love film it's, it's very very worth it now because <laughs> yeah. we were about to quit as yeah. well. Um, and then the guy discovered Battlestar Galactica was on there and was like oh, I'll watch that and then the guy looked and went and there's that and there's that oh
0: my god <laughs> as well because Netflix is going to lo- the licence on their programmes is going to run out I think at the end of May so mm-hmm. a lot a massive chunk of a the Netflix catalogue is finished already Yeah, I think it's the same with Love Film as well there's a few titles which I know if, you, if you're if you watching it on a, on a laptop it'll say available until mm. a certain date Okay, but because their licenses will run out. Yeah, but I mean,
1: they're getting like they start some watching some of the stuff yeah. on there pretty quickly. Then. Well, they're getting some really good films on there now really quickly, like Paranormans on there already, which has only just come out on DVD. Um, at least I just haven't watch that, and that's hilarious.
0: Right, I need to watch that <laughs> that's one. That's a very fun ge- um,
1: Very fun film. Is that on Love Film or Netflix? Uh, that's Netflix, okay. Netflix Paranormans. Yeah. So because I've just
2: noticed today that they've got a lot of Disney licenses now. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. So they're doing like a lot of Disney films, which is quite a, a coup for them, really, yeah, yeah. especially if. Disney now has the rights to Star Wars.
0: <laughs>
1: yes. <laughs> yeah. Which saves us nicely into the, uh, the games licenses yeah. on Star Wars.
0: the negotiations with EA have
1: come good. Yeah, I, th- I think it's it's two of the EA studios are going to be picking up games on it, which is fairly yeah. cool.
0: And uh, I know Bioware as well. Yeah. So that's... Keeping fingers crossed Indeed. for KOTOR three. So it
1: looks like <laughs> we're going to get some interesting Star Wars games out
0: of this. I steal yeah. Republic three, and I'll be happy. They can do whatever they want with anything else, as long as the they only, have that game. The only thing I'm
1: dubious about is the inevitable Star Wars Sims. Oh,
0: <laughs> I would, I would like to think. Simsith. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd like to think maybe EA have learnt their lesson from forcing online play and the DRM crash they've had with. New Sim City
1: well possibly but I mean they've, they've pissed loads of people off know, my wife and daughter are livid because they're stopping doing Sim Social now on Facebook and like, Emma has spent months and months <laughs> on that game yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's hooked on Candy Crush right now isn't she Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> same here <laughs>
2: Yeah. You're cursing about chocolates and yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: yeah a living room conversation has taken wow. a definite downturn <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, the Star Wars thing that should be cool. I'm, I'm glad to see they're doing some games because there was a real worry when they closed LucasArts
1: Yes yeah, there was
0: because the, yeah. the, I, oh, well, I know the battle' going to
1: pick up the licenses.:
0: yeah, because I don't think we'll get a battlefront uh, the Battlefront three
1: possibly not. Cause which is a shame because the Battlefronts are some of the best games yeah because
0: that wasn't a LucasArts license it was just published by them it's
1: yeah.
0: developed by somebody else yeah. who's not an EA um, company yeah. so I don't think we'll see that and I'm guessing we won't see 1313 either probably but... not no
1: but one thing that is coming out which is a, a movie tie-in is a Pacific Rim game <laughs>
0: <laughs> that could be made by anybody it will be amazing that film <laughs> that film just looks too good
1: indeed <laughs> how long have we got to that now?
0: it's July isn't it?
1: is it July? is it July? Some reason I thought it was like end of May
0: I'm hoping end of May but I've got a feeling it's July
1: okay because they're really ramping up on the trailers and publicity for it at the moment
0: well, yeah well they're going to try and catch everyone who's watching the Star Trek trailers aren't they? yeah so yeah it should be a good year for sci-fi films I mean we had our list like back at episode 2 mm. And so far, they've been good. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Iron Man 3 was awesome. Iron Man 3 was... We did a... I did a quick review of that. We put that up separately. it's a little four-minute review.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, and I was trying to... I was trying to work out how to do these reviews. Um, and it took me ages to write that script for, for the review. I thought, do I try and be funny? Do I... Do I what do I do? And then I just thought, look, it's expensive to go to the cinema. So I just want to do a review that says, spend your money, don't waste your money. Mm. That's the bottom line for my reviews. Yeah. So if I think it's good, I'll say it's good. If I think it's shit, I'll say it's shit.
1: Ha- having watched it in both 3D and 2D, the 3D really didn't lend anything to it.
0: I, d- I never thought that it would.
1: Uh, in fact, it actually made parts of it difficult to watch because there were bits where it was very blurry in the background of yeah, scenes yeah. where the conversion hadn't been done very well. Yeah, you I see, that in Thor. If I'd have known it, it had been a conversion... Thing. I probably wouldn't have gone to see it in 3D because the conversions don't tend to be anywhere near as good as ones that are made specifically yeah. for 3D. Like Judge Dredd, for example, like Judge which, Dredd, was which was really was good. which fucking awesome in 3D. Yeah. And see,
0: I missed out because I seen that in 2D.
1: And Avatar, which was <coughs> fucking that awesome was in, 3D. in 3D. That was good in 3D. That's the film.
0: only film that I've been happy with in 3D. Yeah,
1: about films about. that are made for it come out really well. I, I, it tends to be animation ones come out very well. Like Coraline mm. was amazing in 3D when yeah. I went to see that. It's a fantastic film.
2: And to see a few of the Pixar ones in 3D, and yep. those were
1: really, really good. Yeah, because that you can do very, very well in like CG environments um, but a lot of the ones that are shot on film and then done as a conversion don't tend to come off very well yeah. so yeah, H- having seen it again in 2D, I think it was less distracting in 2D, and I enjoyed the film more.:
0: Why well, you enjoyed it more. Yes, awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I saw it in three D because those were the only options available for the previews. Mm. The previews were three D, on no previews at all. Yeah. I was like one. Well, yeah, it's what I find
2: frustrating <laughs> yeah. with three D now. Is like a lot of the new films that are coming out, you have to wait for a decent showing of the two D. Like with Avengers, it was like for a week or two before you actually got any two D showings. Everything was like three D. Yeah,
0: again, I saw that at the previews, and I, I went went for it in three D because I'm just impatient. I waited I'd waited long enough for the Avengers <laughs> film Yeah. Well it came down to down. choices
2: I can I can wait till it's like in two D or at a decent time or I can go see it in three D, I'm just gonna go see it. Yeah. And hence they made buckets and buckets of
0: money. Yeah. Yeah. Well Iron Man t- three is broken records, isn't it? Yes. I mean, it's like the second second highest opening weekend.
1: Yeah, but there, Since the Avengers. there were issues with it though, and uh, it was that was in terms of its American release. I don't know entirely what the deal was, but I think it was something to do with Disney demanding a higher percentage of the box office take from the cinemas, which is why we got it like a full two weeks before America did. Yeah. Um, I don't know. And a lot of that, it, it seemed to be down to a deal that Disney were trying to cut with the studios to get more of the box office take.
0: <sighs> oh man. I don't know how it's, much more they can take. Because a problematic Because the, the, <coughs> the deal has got to be sick anyway. They've got to be saying that they need to get 9% of the opening weekend.
1: Well, I, I yeah, I, I think...
0: I don't think it was
1: anywhere near that amount. It was something like 65% was the split that they were going for.
0: Right, because that that's what... The, the cinemas don't make money from the ticket sales, not on blockbusters, Got because on. Cause they don't own... They're, they're renting the, the prints. Yeah. Um, this was all started by Spielberg. He was the first, per, first person to start this way of pricing it. And it was the Jurassic Park release mm. where the studio turned around and said, we will take 90% of your Opening box office, and if the cinemas said no, they didn't get Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. And if you didn't have Jurassic Park at that opening weekend, you did no business. So <laughs> they were strong-armed into it, yeah. and that's essentially how it's been. And then, like the percentage that you then that the cinemas then pay to the film studios goes down the longer the film is shown at the screens. Yeah, but then there are some small indie mm-hmm. prints that the the companies' to buy. And those ones, that's where they make money. But mostly it's all on concessions. Yeah. But I bought one ticket, one popcorn, one drink, I'm three, and it was over 20 quid. And I was like, yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, fuck. Indeed. It's, 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 it got me to the point where I'm considering doing the unlimited deal at Cineworld now. Yeah. Because it's like fourteen fifty a month to go and see as much as you like.
0: Man, it's worth the drive from here to Didcot to go and see that. To be Isn't free. it? Mm. Yeah, really is because I can, I can watch a, f- I can just spend a day watching films on my day off.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So that's
0: what I did this time round. I've managed to catch up with Senna, and Seeking a Friend for the End of the World. On. i love film. Mm. So, yeah, I can happily see the cinema and watch films all
1: day. Yeah, so, so uh, that, that's not a bad deal at all. Cause... Especially for that price. <laughs> well, indeed, I, uh, it does come with restrictions that you can't go and see something on, like, a Friday night if it's first weekend of release and stuff. That's fair enough. But, you know, so we went to see Iron Man at, like, 3 o'clock on the Saturday afternoon and it was empty and then we went again on the wednesday when it was orange wednesdays and it was rammed yeah. <laughs> so it depends when you go really i guess
0: yeah i used to i used to hate orange wednesdays when i was working at the cinema that was the shift we hated more than the weekend mm. there were some films where you'd hate the weekend as well like harry potter that was busy no matter what day of the week it was <laughs> but orange wednesday cuz you just got everybody in mm. That's it's it's a great promotion
1: though. I, it, it is good but like all of them, it's it's a loss leader so you know and they they just aim to make it all up on the snacks. <laughs> yeah. Pretty
2: much. Yeah, I think there was a case it was last year or the year before of, like this guy in the states actually suing the cinema for ejecting him because he brought his own popcorn and he actually won the case. Okay. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sure of the specifics of it. Exactly, because it was quite a while ago that I I read this article. But yeah, his question was just like, I know how much this popcorn costs. I know how much you're charging in there. What is your justification for charging me this much for something so cheap? Mm-hmm. And he he won effectively.
1: Fair enough. Mm-hmm.
2: Which is a good point, I think. It's yeah, just yeah. the cons. I mean, the how much you paid for your your drinks and popcorn yeah. and whatever.
0: Well, that's why when I want to do a movie review, it's just going to be a case of... It's going to be a lot of money, Is it, is so it, yeah. <laughs> is, is it worth <laughs> spending 20 quid
2: yeah. on? Yeah. I just don't bother with, with the snacks funny or drinks or anything when I go to the cinema. I just I, don't bother. I just go and watch the film. I have to have oh, snacks. Oh, I, I stuff myself, stupid, yeah. on Piggy Mix. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have to have snacks. I can't do it. I could probably do without the drink, because I always get the single scumbo, so I get, like, the popcorn and drink deal. And any of us start drinking the drink like ten minutes before the film finishes.
1: Emma just gets kids packs. Yeah. She gets the kids box of yeah popcorn, a drink, and a snack. Nice. <laughs> For like two pounds something. <laughs> and, uh, two kids packs. I definitely only count one child. <laughs> <laughs> I would get popcorn,
2: but they don't do buttery popcorn over here. No, it's true. No. i it was just like.
1: It's all pre-prepared, sweet or salt. Okay. Yeah. I detest popcorn anyway, so it's fine. I fucking love it. <laughs> love popcorn. Pick and mix for me, sir. So.
0: <laughs> and ice cream. I have to get a sundae. <laughs> get a three-scoop sundae. Ben & Jerry's, um,
2: like, shakes that they do at the uh, the View Cinemas. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't really
0: care. Yeah, it's Ben & Jerry's food. now, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. used to be Baskin Robbins. Oh, right. Yeah.
2: But yeah, they now do, like, these... Ben and Jerry's like little milkshakes there and you can get it with like pretty much every, any flavour that they have there and they're, some of them are quite tasty Yeah,
0: I once went on a course oh, way expensive. <laughs> I went on a course where we were taught how to scoop ice cream and how to make Sundays properly ridiculous <laughs> absolutely ridiculous
1: I think that might be why don't more cinemas sell beer
0: well the view here does the view Is in Oxford it? does yeah, they do um, beer
1: and wine because yeah. no, certainly the cine world doesn't. So I certainly enjoyed a beer when I sat down to watch Judge Dredd. It's well, got to like, yes. <laughs> be a
0: licensing issue. Absolutely. Possibly because
1: I mean I went to the the the, um, the Phoenix for some late night mm-hmm. showings and stuff there. I we went to see a midnight showing of Barbarella, which was awesome. <laughs> uh, Excellent. and just yeah, sat in having beers while watching that, and that's great. Uh, just doesn't seem that most places do that. Yeah. But if they do, and it's just I'm going to the wrong cinemas, then obviously that's that's my my
0: bad. Well, I can't speak for the view in Worcester where I used to work. When I worked there, we didn't. I don't know. There were plans that it would happen, but I don't know if it has. But the view in Oxford definitely does. You can get you can get beer there.
1: Yeah, I remember going to the cinema back in white when everybody was smoking and drinking beer in cinemas.
0: That's what the usherettes used to be there for. They weren't yeah. there to um. That uh, they were there selling drinks and stuff during the break, but they were mostly there as fire wardens. Yeah, because <laughs> you could smoke inside, and if Sally Lloyd goes up. Sally Lloyd goes up. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. as
2: we saw in uh, Inglorious Bastards.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah. I'm thinking of episode of Criminal Minds as well. where that happened to?
1: <laughs> Should we take a break for music there then. Sure, yeah. Take okay. a break. I, I don't know what the tune is this week, so you're, you're on intro duty.
0: uh Uh, This week's music is brought to us from Oxford band STEM, the track is called Bridges and Tunnels, it's off their new EP These guys will be supporting Funeral for a Friend on their rescheduled dates in July Uh, I'll put all details in the blog description so check it out and we will see you on the other side That was Stem. Thank you so much, guys, for letting us use your music. Um, like I said, all descriptions for the band and their site and their upcoming gigs will be in the show notes. So check them out on WonkySpanner.com and give them a listen.
1: No one-word, re- no one-line review from me this time because Brendan's been mean and not letting me listen to it. <laughs> so I'll listen to it and I'll put a one-liner in the show notes.
3: <laughs> cool.
1: So I'm, I'm going to guess. They're like Pearl Jam mixed with uh, Eurythmics. Swing and a miss. (laughs) Damn.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right, cool. So, usually we have a uh, talking point the second half of the show. Last week we raged about (laughs) remakes. (laughs) Just a quick follow up from that it has been announced in the interim weeks that Luke Evans has been cast as the Crow.
1: Yeah, looks like it's happening, folks. Who's Luke Evans when he's at home? (laughs) Exactly. He's a Welsh actor, apparently. He's currently in The Hobbit.
0: Well, he's in Desolation of Smog. He's um, the bard. Yeah. Alright.
2: Still don't have any idea. No, no, I'm sure we'll be getting his face plastered all over everything. Yeah, I think he's
0: he's in Fast and Furious 6, I think.
1: Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that was the worst thing about Iron Man? was that five-minute segment of Fast and the Furious 6. I I, fucking bashing my head against the floor when that was on. Did you, you see? see? The it's, whole it's cin- cinema
2: was laughing when I was in there. Yeah, it was like
1: this is ridiculous. like, what? I got out of fun. <laughs> and, and And why did The Rock introduce it? Because he wasn't in that bit.
0: Now I am so happy that I paid twenty quid to watch the preview. Oh you didn't, we didn't get it. Get that. No. Oh
1: dude, it wasn't the For trailer. Results. It was a whole scene from the film.
0: Oh no, we didn't get it.
1: It was a whole car chase involving tanks and CGI and mm. it was really, really bad. <laughs> no, missed it. Lucky, I've had to see it twice. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: was the worst. thing about
1: the Iron Man was the, that that worth turning up late. For, well, I'd yeah. completely forgotten about it, <laughs> and then because, because there were di- there were some different trailers on on the two D version to the to the three D. So I was like, oh, new trailers, and then then it came, the Rock came, and I was like, oh my god, no, no, <laughs> no, I'd forgotten about the Tried to blank it out of my memory.
0: Because <laughs> the Rock's injured now. The Rock got injured at. Um, uh, WrestleMania, shame. I st- I'm still bitter. I'm still bitter that you robbed CM Punk's title at the Royal <coughs> Rumble. Essentially, that's what it is. But,
1: yes. They're already advertising WrestleMania Thirty.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, they only really have th- three big events:
1: well, the WrestleMania, Rumble, and, and
0: SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Yeah, those ten. Those are the three big marquee events, really. Because oh. so they're trying to get the Rock back for Summerslam, I think, to do uh, Rock versus Brock Lesnar, because Brock's on a two-year contract, limited appearance, two-year contract with WWE now.
1: I, I'm I'm still astounded they brought Brock Lesnar back yeah. after one of the most dull WrestleMania matches I've ever seen. Is
0: that versus Goldberg? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I think they both. I think they both found out that their, their contracts weren't being renewed, mm. so they were just basically they tried They just phoned it in, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> and, and it was fucking awful.
0: Because they didn't even sell the Stone Cold Stunners that no. Stone Cold gave to both of them. Indeed. So yeah, no, it was pretty shocking. But Brock's had some good matches. Um,
1: didn't he go off to do American football?
0: No, he went to UFC. UFC. Went to to be an MMA champion. Good mm. yeah. luck like to him. Well, he's come back. From he's the, back now. Oh, right. Because yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's... Well, he done it. Oh,
1: right. He
0: went off... Did, did the whole year. Uh, yeah. It was like 10 years nice. ago that yeah. he did
1: that, this WrestleMania... I think it was WrestleMania 20. It was WrestleMania 20,
0: it was, yeah. That was oh, just like know.
1: the dullest match ever. Because, <laughs> yeah, both of them were like, yeah, the next day they were both gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never to be seen again. Well, <laughs> until now. <laughs>
0: so. Yeah. Now we have Brock Lesnar's <throat> back and now there's a character called Ryback who was essentially Goldberg. Who's was essentially Goldberg, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so... But yeah, so that all. Wow, we got to there from the crow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, yeah. the crow to CM. <clears throat> I think there's less swearing involved in talking about wrestling than yeah, there is involved true, in the crow. But we made our feelings on it pretty clear. Yeah, they're going to make it, and they've they've said ridiculous things like, "Well, oh, it's going to be fairly close to the first one. Then why fucking bother?" Yeah. But <clears> throat> throat> excuse me, I
0: Raw. The things that get me is that some sites Um, because there's an awful lot of geek news sites and they tend to just sort of like pick up whatever io9 says, rephrase it and then post it as theirs Mm. Um, but one site in particular kicked up a massive stink about Weird Science being remade and I was like, go, go you guys yeah, so with you on this Um, and then they were like, ooh, Alexander Asgard to be cast as the crow, ooh, looking forward to this remake In, in a, like within the space of a week they'd gone from saying Weird Science is bad no remake, please. The original was too good. Remakes should not be done. There are some films that are just sacrosanct. And then, like by the end of the week, they're kind of, ooh, Eric from... Team Eric. <laughs> ooh, He's team Eric. Team.
1: Team Eric. <laughs> That's all it is. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> For this First much-anticipated remake of The Crow, and I'm thinking, much-anticipated by who? By people who have been dropped repeatedly on their heads? <laughs> who haven't got a clue? who
2: haven't seen the last couple... Atrocities.
1: Yeah. Oh, I, 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 haven't. I've refused to watch any of them. Yeah. Well.
2: Yeah. Sec- since the second one, I, I no, haven't. I, I, but I mean, that. like the one with Edward Furlong is just like it's a no-go territory for me. And that really. Christina Ricci
1: in that one as well. No, right? it's Tara oh,
0: Reid. Yeah. Okay.
1: Oh, God, we were talking about that the other day. Christine,
0: Christina Ricci has had the good sense to not go near not, a she's,
1: she's <laughs> in one of those. You might be Wicked Prayer that she's in or something like that. I'm really? sure. I'm pretty sure she's in one of them.
0: Oh, I take it all back.
1: I'm pretty sure she is. <laughs> I might be wrong, but I'm fairly sure that she's in one of them. I think it might be Wicked Prayer. Oh, how could she do that? Adam's family and <coughs> Casper the Friendly Ghost.
0: Great films. But, yeah, ta- Tara Reid came up in
1: conversation the other day when we were talking about films that should never have been made, and Alone in the Dark got mentioned. I was on a bit of an UV ball rant again, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, about Alone in the Dark like possibly one of the worst pieces of casting in history is to put Tara Reid in as an intelligent scientist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, suspension of disbelief only goes so far. <laughs> <laughs> the monsters? Fine. <laughs> <laughs> <raise> the doctor? <laughs> no. You lost me. <laughs> no, we're not buying it. <laughs> Speaking of films, uh, have you put your five films into the list online? Did you do that, Cody? No, I've not. Uh, okay, but then we need we five going? films from you, sir. Five films. Okay, for... so the, 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 this is. We, we, we're compiling the Nerd versus World list of films you need to see. So we want from you, off the top of your head, five films that you think everybody should watch. Okay.
2: Um, the Fall, which was a recent one that I saw that was fantastic. Okay, don't That's know. That VK Mortensen um sorry, what, No, no, not not. Oh, that's the road. Sorry. Um. um, no, the fall is basically the concept of it is is that there is this little girl who is staying in a hospital after like breaking her arm out in the field uh, or something. She was like her family is a family of laborers, and she kind of befriends like this kind of Hollywood stuntman. Who starts like kind of telling her like these amazing stories that are almost Princess bride esque
0: okay. kind
2: of like her imagination of the story that he's telling her, and it's it's she's fantastic in it the the child is really one of the most realistic portrayals of a child I've ever seen in a film, and kind of that that childlike logic and the mm-hmm. way that she keeps interrupting the story and going, No, that's stupid. Why would you do that? And then you go, Okay, and then, like kind of resets the scene and everything changes. Mm-hmm. And it, it's Which just, is very princess, princess Bride, bride yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's it's very fantastic.
0: Okay, cool. I really, really Good highly
2: pick. recommend that one. Okay. It's a full. Um,
3: right.
2: Um that was the easy one. And <laughs> yeah, that's suppose four. water. More
1: four more to go. <laughs> <gay>. um, <laughs> hmm? Yeah. Oh, uh, don't worry about Dead Air
2: too much because we'll cut it down. If okay. It takes a um, any. I don't know, does it have to be like a more new one or just. No, it like can of, be of, of just, just in, in
1: your opinion films that you think everybody should watch? Uh,
2: dead Man with Joint Um It's got a fantastic cast in it. It's also got like Iggy Pop. It's got. Like, you have fantastic cast. And Iggy, Fox. and Iggy and Iggy, <laughs> well, well it's it's just peppered with like cameos from lots of different actors that you will recognise from many different corners it's a very nice cult film the musical score is done by uh, Neil Young okay, okay. Uh, it's all in black and white and the basic premise of it is Johnny Depp plays an accountant from Cleveland who like it's set in like kind of the old west uh, who goes all the way out to like the absolute end of the line like this is like the frontier of frontier towns. This is the end of the line. This is the end of civilization. for like this job at this accountancy firm. It takes him about two months to get there. By the time he gets there, the position has been filled and he spent all his money getting there. I've heard
1: of this film, yes.
2: And then like with his last bit of money, goes to the, loon, to the saloon, spends his last bit of money on alcohol uh, and like through a bizarre twist of fate ends up becoming an outlaw. And finds that he's actually quite good at it, uh, and it's just tremendously funny and quirky. And uh, he kind of gets taken in by this um, First Nations like guide, like kind of like a outcast from his people. Just kind of takes him under his, his wing, because as it turns out, John Depp's character's name is William Blake. This guy has actually is actually a fan of the writer William Blake and like gets it into his head that he's like William Blake come back so right I have to help you William Blake and this really bizarre relationship okay. comes out of that that it's, sounds awesome it does sound it really weird, weird. <laughs> cool. cool okay um, that's two <laughs> yeah that's two uh, Naked Lunch if anyone hasn't Naked seen lunch, that yeah
3: yeah
2: um, very is... surreal film <laughs> I, I love bizarre surreal films um, cockroach typewriters are a standout moment in that one <laughs> Well, it's, it's just, I think I was flipping through it one late night, like flipping through the channels late one night, and it was on. I'm just like, oh, it's Peter Weller, it's Robocop, and it's um, what's-his-face-from-Sea-Quest uh, um, and Jaws and everything like that. And they're having this discussion. And then suddenly cracks himself open and, like, somebody else steps out. And it's like all these weird mutants turn around and go, ah, Benway, like this was like completely exposed like what the hell is this and instantly fell in love with it just like I have to search this out cool and it was just yeah wonderful stream of consciousness film I cannot believe that it got made I love that it got made and anybody who likes to be weirded out creeped out or just go what the hell just happened this is a film for you awesome Um, so that's three Uh, two more uh, hidden Gems. Hmm. Ah, um, Japanese film called Zipang. Um there I don't know if you remember Videosyncratic when it was about oh, in Road, Oxford. Yeah. yeah, they did some some wonderful cult cinema and this was a very interesting one. And it's again it's a very bizarre one in its own right, but in that Japanese kind of bizarre like mashing everything into it. And it's the tale of kind of like Japanese samurai ninja scroll type stuff mixed with like Aztec. Gold and everything like this, like mishmashing mythologies and stuff like that
3: okay.
2: uh it it just features all kind of craziness, like a samurai that has like twelve different swords and has like a caddy that like kind of chucks out his sword <laughs> for like special situations, like as one that you can attach a staff to it and use it as like a oh, I don't know that's... like a halberd kind of thing or another one that like shoots a little dagger out the end or like a double his double handed sword and stuff like that. It's just like, right, my number three, please, ha, let's go and he like he fights like musketeers and all kinds of crazy shit happens and but the best thing is uh the bat ninja it's just like he's he's this ninja who's like serving the shogun and, and has been sent to find out all the stuff that's been happening with like this aztec gold and these weird like aztec deities that have come spilling out of nowhere okay. um and trying to get hold of their gold um And he he just has, like, some of the most bizarre contraptions. Like, he has has a camera, which he then, like, puts, like, the little microfilm into a ninja star, winds it up, and it goes flying off back to the Shogun. It's just like, what the hell? (laughs) (laughs) And he has, like, this kind of extendable claw thing, and, yeah, it's just over-the-top crazy silliness. Um, Some really dodgy special effects Mm -hmm. as well, like ninja stars on wires... And like, an a really horrible animatronic baby elephant that like tags around with like this samurai and all of his friends, <laughs> and just <laughs> it's just really really weird. <laughs> this sounds brilliant. Yeah. It all right. is all kinds of crazy. Cool. I have it on video. I'll I might have to bring it over for bring you to it watch it. at yeah, some yeah, point. Yeah, definitely, because it has cool. to be seen to be believed. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So
0: that's four. So one that's
2: four. Mm, can I? Crawl up, one more. Um, give him hell, Malone. I don't know if anybody is aware of this one. Um, uh, who, who was the guy that starred in like the uh, the Punisher? Uh, Tom Jane. Tom Jane. Yeah, it's got him. As, it's like kind of a film the war story um, with starring tom jane is like kind of the gumshoe character Mm -hmm. um and yeah it's kind of like a bit like sin city kind of stuff with like kind of over the top characters a little bit but it's so it, it flows really really nicely like the whole story flows really nicely there's lots of action in it and the story's all right and bizarrely enough one of the characters i don't think i'm spoiling it too much is very much like kind of the joker in the dark knight okay. the the ironic thing is, is that it came out before the dark knight so i'm not sure if uh david goyer had a hand in writing it or mm. something i don't know okay but basically the characters are very similar mm. to the point where he will be telling you know how i got these scars cuz he's got like these burn marks on his face mm. so just like i'm just like what <laughs> oh, okay it's well, kind of surreal but apart apart from that it's really, lots of action, lots of gore, lots of jokes, it's really funny, um, and yeah, it's just a lot of fun.
1: Wow, okay, Good interesting choice. list. Not a lot yeah. of
0: people know about it. No. no. I'm going to watch all of them.
1: I mean, also, <laughs> Naked Lunch I've I seen, but lunch. Uh, uh, oh, the, the other four I'm going to have to watch now. Yeah. Awesome, I think that's the, that's the, the, the most stumped we've been yeah. in films so far on the list. <laughs> awesome, good choices. Thank uh, you, we well. Have to, well, I say good choices <laughs> now, I haven't seen them yet. but I, <laughs> much, but I, I think they're good choices. Yeah, well, yeah excellent I, I'm sure choices. they are, we'll give them a, give them a try.
0: Yeah. Cool. Okay, which brings us to more questions. Because rather than a talking point for this week, I have been sent some questions from a friend of mine from the Geek & Sundry uh, forums. She has a little web show on YouTube, which has just celebrated its anniversary. And so she's sent some questions uh, to see if we'd answer them for her. Okay. So, let's see how we get on. Cool. Right. Interview questions. Introduce yourself a little. Right. Well. (laughs) (laughs) Haven't we done that? We've done that. So we can go to the next question. What's your favourite fandom? Well, I don't know mine, straight off. That's firefly the firefly yeah, yeah that would be um
1: swindles? i don't know possibly, probably doctor who i would say is, is my biggest. certainly at the moment because yeah. uh, over the last couple of years i've I, i've done my journey of doctor who from the very beginning uh, and that was an interesting journey to watch all of those including all of the kind of the, the lost episodes the reconstructions of those was very interesting to watch um and it's it's nice to have because I, I think the point I started watching it was just as David Tennant's reign was ending. Right. So it was in the break before all the before the specials came out before Water of Mars. Yeah. Water of Mars came on. Was he
0: finished with four specials? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So yeah, basically, I'd gone back and watched it all and got back to the point of where his reign was just about to finish as the Doctor. Um, uh, even though I'd started it well before that so uh i think i started it just after just as david tennant had come in i <laughs> started going back to the start again uh, to watch them all through um but yeah that that was very interesting and then reading a lot uh, spent a lot of time cross referencing stuff online with wikis and things because there's a lot of information buried in there uh and the some of it links to the new who some of it doesn't so yeah I think I'm really into the Doctor Who fandom at the moment. Cool. That's that's where my my a lot of my time is spent. <laughs> awesome, Kelly. Um, it would be very difficult to peg like a particular
2: franchise because there are so many fantastic ones. But I would say that it's it's more like kind of a genre, which is. Um, don't look at me like that. <laughs> Um, basically, I really, really dig vampires. Um, and before anybody gets into saying about Twilight or anything like that, <laughs> I wasn't a big fan. <laughs> um, it's but, fine. so if we even had an inkling of that, you would be painted yeah, out. Yeah, exactly, it, yeah. exactly. <laughs> so I just thought I would, I would mention that straight off the bat. But yeah, basically, I just love vampires. I think they're really fascinating. I've always found them fascinating since I was a kid. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, that's cool. Um, I think like, like that, that definitely counts as a fandom, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, favorite vampire film then? Because favorite
2: some, vampire film. If we can
0: narrow down your your style, um,
2: really. there are, I would say like two, which are like my favorites, really. Which I I would say it would be level pegging, and one is Let the Right One In, mm-hmm.
1: and the other is Near Dark. Both awesome films. Two of my favourite. Catherine Bigelow, films. one of her first ones, Near Dark. Yeah. Fantastic, fantastic. Well, I'm film. surprised you
0: didn't get a Lost Boys out of you.
1: Um, I really liked Lost Boys growing up. Um from the sounds of it, even you like the much darker ones though. I think um, d- Lost do Boys might be a bit too camp, camp yeah. if you compare them to Near Dark yeah. and I mean there is like, you know,
2: space in my heart for even like campy some campy vampire ones. Um, there was a really good German one I saw recently called We Are the Night. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that was, that was a big surprise for me. I was like, "Oh, what the hell is this?" I'll oh, go on and gave it a try, and it was really, really good.
0: Did you watch Night Watch?
2: Yeah, Night. The Russian film. film. Yeah, well, it was. It, I wouldn't really class that as a vampire. It's, film it's not really such. a vampire film. It's kind of a yeah. weird Russian folk tale yeah. kind of
0: thing. Okay, interesting. Glad I would have called that a vampire film. Mm.
2: Well, it's got people drinking blood in it, but I wouldn't necessarily call them vampires, I don't think. But then I haven't read the books, but I've heard the books are much better than the films.
0: Well, there was two films, because Fox Searchlight did Nightwatch in Russian with subtitles, and then they saw that that was a success, Mm. and I think Fox is the major company. Picked up into a reissue, which wasn't. Uh, well,
1: good. no, because they did Night Watch and Day Watch, yeah. uh, both of which were the original Rush, written, and then Fox was supposed to be doing uh, the third one, which was Dusk Watch, and that has never emerged out of oh, development okay. hell because that was going to be produced and done in English yeah, and okay. shot in America, because um, yeah, there were a trilogy of yeah. books. Um, so I got my wise
0: crossed there. So yeah.
1: Yeah, but they're, they're, I mean they're both very good films. Uh, the ending of. Watch it irked me, because it was another one of those horrible reset endings that I hate. <laughs> um, but that, again, that, no real spoilers there. Um, but, fuck it, the movie's been out for years. If you haven't seen it by now, you're probably not going to. Uh, interestingly, on the subject of remakes and stuff, though, it's something that we haven't really touched on, which is American remakes of <coughs> foreign language movies. Mm. What did you think of Let Me In?
2: I haven't seen it. Um, I don't see a point of bothering with it. I usually don't bother with American remakes now because if I, if I enjoyed the original, I
1: I don't think that somebody's really going to add something to it. But, you know, I, I have seen it, and it is actually very good. Chloe mm. Moretz is very, very good in it. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it it is very dark and does follow the original quite well. Uh, uh, again, I see no reason why it needed to be done. Yeah. Because the original is stunning and it's still contemporary enough. It's just lazy.
2: Well, I know the American like kind of mentality behind it, which is I don't want. If I go to see a movie, I don't want to read. Oh, yeah. Do believe me? I, see, I
1: used to run <laughs> blockbusters, and yeah. the amount of times I'd get people coming up uh, to the point where all the foreign language films had a big blue sticker on the front that said subtitles. Mm-hmm. And the amount of times I had people who got a subtitle film and then took it and then came back and went, it was all in foreign. I what, said subtitles. I thought that was like for deaf people. Like, <laughs> no, that's no, <laughs> <country name. laughs> no. So it got to the point where I, I would actively say, "You do realise this is in Spanish or German yeah. or whatever," and they be like, oh, "I don't want it then." Yeah, we. Utterly lazy. <laughs> we
0: had the same problem at the cinema as well when the Passion of the Christ came out. To so say it's, it's not in English; it's in subtitles. Um, and there's been a few, but yeah, you'd have people just walking away from the box office and they go all stuff out then. Turn around.
1: Well. I find it so. Is
0: there what we could write a sitcom based on our experiences with customers of Blockbuster and The View Cinema? <laughs> I, I,
1: I did start writing one. I started writing a sitcom set in a video store. It was called Video Drone. Right. And uh, yeah, I, I I got like there's like six characters in it, so it's kind of half clerks, half. Except it would kind of end up being more of a period piece now, as the, yeah. the video <laughs> shop is kind of dead. Yeah. Indeed. Well, it, it's still there. I mean, blockbusters yeah. is still, and despite half the shops closing, the mm-hmm. the other half is still going. Um, I think it would be interesting to set it in the eighties. Yeah, definitely. Does, like it'd... have like a eighties video shop. Unfortunately, um, I think B Kind rewind beat us to that one.
0: Yeah, we could do mm. it well.
1: Yeah, maybe I'll have to, I'll have to show you the script for that one. Sweet. <laughs> 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 um. Yeah. So, mm. yeah, it was just interesting because I know we've spoken about remakes quite a bit, but we've never yeah. kind of touched on that on that aspect of remakes. Well, I
0: always find on on the horror side of it, I always find the original ring to be. Scarier than the, the original raid,
1: Japanese, raid. Uh, and well, yeah, same like with the Asian stuff. Is yeah, yeah. I think the reason for
2: that is in the original Asian versions, it's in like a very normal, everyday setting. It's not like the big, spooky, haunted house up yeah. on the hill yeah. with like very glamorous people and all this. It look they look like normal people. It looks like you know a very normal setting. And so you're not your your mind doesn't quite click like that um that it's meant to be something that's like quite frightening. Yeah. So when something out of the ordinary does happen, you you are jarred by it. Whereas in a lot of American horror now it's like the the cues are in there, right, this is gonna be scary, here's the the haunted house. Uh, it's a dark, stormy night, and mm, here's yeah. like you know, da 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 da.
0: I, I also think it's the the, the actors, the the actors and actresses as well. Like in the in the Japanese mm. originals, I have no idea who they are. I don't know whether yeah. they're a huge star or not. But when I watch the American version, I know that the actress is a big star.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I know who the big stars are. I know more or less who's
1: safe. Yeah. I tend to like the, the unexpected turns that plots take in the originals as well. Like Something like Old Boy, which is hands down one of the most deeply <laughs> unpleasant, shocking plot lines of a film I've ever seen. It was fantastic.
2: It's, it's, it's a genius film. I really want to see his new film, actually, Stoker. Mm, yeah. That one looks quite good. It looks like it has a lot of that macabre, twisted, yeah. Asian sensibility yeah. about it, but just with American actors. Old
0: Boy's been remade, hasn't it? Has it's it? being, it's remade, being remade. Think, remade yeah,
2: being done, yeah. Not particularly interested in that either. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I if you if I enjoy the original so
0: much, it just I don't see the point. Okay. Anyways, questions. Where were we up to? Right, next question is she wants to know what do you like to do? For fun, for work, or for your favourite project? I'll we'll start with you on this one.
1: Ooh, fun so
0: say that again. What do I like to do? do for... for fun or for work or for your favourite project?
1: Favourite project. I oh God. I, I I'm king of projects or half finished projects. Unfortunately, mm. I, just, I start all sorts of stuff and then never get around to finishing it. Um, I don't. Know, historically speaking, I used to love writing and running my LARP campaigns. Uh, I very much enjoyed doing those. Uh, I think I, whenever I was trying to do LARP, I always tried to get to a point where the players lost themselves in what was going on. Yeah. So it it was immersive as an experience rather than just being you know a standard linear monster bash or whatever. It was something that all the players invested themselves in, and really cared about their own characters and other people's characters and and what was going on around them. So I guess that's. That's something that I, I have certainly enjoyed a lot as a hobby, is, is being able to craft kind of those perfect moments when you see people lose themselves in the characters. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, uh, I like to write
2: quite a bit. I have, again, saying about half-finished projects and everything like that is just just, um, I think I managed to write up uh, an index of, like, or, like the ideas because i will just like right i have to write this down this idea or i will like kind of lose it yeah. i think i've got like about 12 projects on the go at the moment mm. that are and one that's only actually seeing any headway and then my laptop died
1: mm-hmm. and i
2: hadn't backed it up oh no <laughs>
1: sir <laughs> give me the drive i can get stuff off it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i can okay. reconstruct it sir All right. so yeah, just give me the drive (laughs) the benefits of having done disc forensics so I can can recover stuff
0: (laughs) what do I like to do for fun? what about you sir? well, I do a bit of sound design I've always been fascinated by sound effects as
1: in Foley type stuff?
0: no, Foley and sound design are different things Um, whilst Foley and sound design can both be used to um, replace an on-screen sound from the production sound the difference would be that Foley is typically done to picture. Mm -hmm. So you'd be watching the film and you'd be literally performing the actor's actions and movements to get the sound. Sound design, you would just look at the scene and go away and then you'd take samples, you'd record things and create create the sound for it. Um, So I like that. I mean, Ben Burtt is a hero of mine. Fair, yes. So the lightsaber sound... uh, Star Wars in general, yeah, just, all yeah, the sound design, Star sound Wars. Just leave Star Wars are just,
1: yeah, um, very
0: innovative. So yeah, I do I do some sound design. I just build portfolio stuff, um, but that's because I'm an audio engineer, and like, I like recording bands, and I will record bands for fun, and I, pre- I prefer working with acoustic acts. Uh, but when I'm, what I'm really like doing with the sound is sound design.
4: Cool.
0: And Foley. Foley is an awful lot of fun. But mm. You have to talk to people. And the sounds on. you can just be on your own and just yeah. get lost. In...
1: Well, I mean, that's, that's very much what I do in the music that I write, is I just sit and I take an idea and I record it and I build the layers up and, and do that and make it atmospheric, in a way. That's why I, I try yeah. to build an atmosphere within the music.
0: I've been doing some science fiction soundscaping at the moment. Um, and it's all about the low frequencies. Mm. All about the low frequencies, because... The human body has evolved to respond to low frequencies yeah. over the years. That's why in horror films you have what's called the doom note. It's, mm. it's the doom
1: tone. <laughs> Is that the note that makes you poo yourself? No, that's the brown note. The brown note. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, essentially, over years of evolution, we've associated low frequencies with oncoming danger whether it be a volcano or earthquake or an avalanche or a stampede. Which is why
1: you get that kind of hum of the engines as things are coming towards you.
0: And it it, it triggers the fight-or-flight response. It's why bass music is Mm. so good at getting people dancing, because it just triggers that response. But But it's it's cool. It's cool playing with that. It's cool fucking around with the physiological effects of music as well. So, yes, that's what I like to do for fun, is make sounds. Awesome. Um, yeah, I'm sure AD could have insert another
1: joke about that <laughs> in there? It, it, it's enough that you sat and sniggered in the
0: appropriate place <laughs> <laughs> that was for you Aidy <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay so I think this re- this next question relates to the podcast I think so it's what inspired you to start the thing that you're doing uh, podcast, vlog, business etc yeah. so it's, it's the podcast this is definitely one about
1: this. I mean, I think I think we've pretty we've we've covered this before, really, yeah. in that it was it, it gave us a sounding board for getting stuff off our chest that was fucking pissing us yeah. off. That coming about that we didn't have any other platform of, of doing. Um, I mean, certainly for me, I think because like, I'd listened to a lot of other podcasts, uh, and it seemed from listening to those that they, they all sounded very much like a night in my front room. <laughs> because uh, well, we had that the other night when we finally so we sat and watched Amazing Spider-Man the mm. other night for the first time and it, it some of it <laughs> was better some of it was worse it, it redressed some balances like having the cartridges of webbing rather than mm. silly things coming out of his wrists uh, but then just utterly appalling interactions between Peter <laughs> Parker and Gwen <laughs> Stacy right. were just, uh, uh, just mm. yeah so yeah, and that was just a night of us just kind of sat tearing a movie in you are <laughs> <laughs> and that's fun.
0: <laughs> I think that should be one episode. A future episode of this podcast should be: we should we should watch a film and then rip it, right. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: record a commentary
2: track.
0: Yeah, for have you film. ever heard
2: of riff tracks? No, no. There there are a bunch of guys who do that. It's basically the guys from Mystery Science Theater three thousand. All right. They now do mainstream releases. And they've done some really hilarious ones. Like the one for 300 was so funny. Like bits where he goes, This is Sparta. They go into like this five minute thing about ways that he could use that. So just like, and then he's fixing a car and he goes, This is a spark plug. <laughs> or he, he, he turns to his, his son and goes, gives him his cereal and he says, This
1: is Sparta of a carefully balanced breakfast. <laughs> 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 yeah, so that, that's what I enjoyed about the podcast, is the way that people were just riffing off each other and yeah. just uh, and, and taking the piss, and I thought that was great. And that's why I got 80, because uh, me and 80 have been doing that for years <laughs> as, as a double act. Yeah. So I thought, well, why not? But We think we're funny, so let's just put it out there yeah, and see yeah, if yeah. the rest of the world what agrees.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I moved to the podcast... To to this format, because I'm more comfortable with this format, Mm. Uh, the video format was out of my hands mostly because it was somebody else filming and editing and time constraints. And I think we've said before on the show that by the time the video was online, it was no longer relevant to what I was talking about. Mm -hmm. Whereas this, I can just sit back, I don't have to focus so hard on breathing in, I don't have to (laughs) worry about how I look.
1: (laughs) Filming you from the wrong side. Yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) I don't even have to wear trousers if I don't want to. I choose to for, <laughs> for the sake of everybody else in the room. But if I wanted to, I didn't. I wouldn't have to. Um, but yeah, it was essentially a sounding board. It was just to get things off my chest. I mean, the the, the topic of remakes was last week. We talked about it, and that's where Nervous's world started. Mm. It was it was a a table flip, rage quit response to to things that were happening. Um, Chilled out quite a lot,
3: mm.
0: and I became much more involved in championing causes that I thought needed to be championed. I think we blacked out Nerd vs World in the Cyber protests, um, mm. and like anything that I think is cool, any any but any person who I see using uh, the internet to do cool things, mm. I love. Yeah, and it's indeed. just like it's awesome, and, that's, and it's a community that I want to be part of. Um, and through the sound design I will. And through this, I will. I mean, there's a lot of sites doing news, but it's often recycled. Um, what I think makes this different, and makes this show different, is that we have an opinion. Mm. And we, we discuss opinion rather than just stating the fact of what's been stated many, many times before. Mm. Yeah, so that's that's why I do this. It's just to get a bit of rage out every now and again. Absolutely. Man. Because if you don't do it every now and again, it just bottles up, and that's how you get ulcers. Right. What are or were some of the biggest challenges when you started? Oh well, that's easy. The biggest challenge was the fear of failure. For yeah. me, yeah. For me, it was especially on the the videos. The biggest challenge was staying calm enough and not worrying about failing and just doing it because I'd wanted to do it. Like six months before I actually shot the first one,
3: mm-hmm.
0: it was a six-month process of getting up the the confidence to get in front of the camera and do something. That was the big thing for me.
1: Um, I think the biggest thing for us when we, when we started doing the podcast was just getting the content, really, and, and deciding on what we were actually going to talk about and do in the show because... I don't, neither me nor Aidy had any problem sticking ourselves in front of a microphone and talking bullshit for an hour, um, especially yeah. when you add alcohol into yeah. the equation. <laughs> uh, so we, we had no problem actually doing that. But I, I, I don't even think it was a, there was any fear of failure involved because none of us particularly cared if anybody listened to it or not. It was just fun. It <laughs> just up. you guys doing what you were already exactly. doing anyway, and yeah. just recording just, it. Yeah, we just put a mic there. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I guess the, the the fear was that people wouldn't find that particularly interesting. Um, was you know, and, and that would be a value judgment on on me. That
0: uh, yeah, I think that's more the, what the fear of failure. Is it more? It comes into uh,
1: that I'm not as interesting yeah. as I think I am. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. That, yeah. I can get a lot of that. Hmm. Yeah, I do. I. Can relate to that
1: too, so yeah, I guess that was the biggest thing for me and the, and then it was just the the time to edit it all and put it all together, given all the other constraints yeah. uh, and that's kind of eventually why it fell apart from from my perspective of doing those um because the 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 ensemble clusterfuck of a podcast <laughs> that we recorded just never came together, and mm-hmm. I, I then that I did see as a failure on my part of not being able to cut that together.
0: Well, that was just a massive... It was massive just too attempt. many people. Yeah. Was, there was, yeah. At least it was a 12 of us? Yeah. <laughs> 12 of us. And
1: one mic. Yeah, one
0: <laughs> one mic, and most people hammered.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and and that I saw as a failure on my part of not being able to deliver a show out of that. And that really knocked me. Oh, man. But we've come back. Well, we come back, yeah,
2: right. I'm glad you're still doing it.
0: Well, I decided, when I started this year, it was like, look, nervous's World is definitely something that I believe in, and it's definitely something that I want to keep doing, but I don't want to keep doing it in the video format, because there was too much reliance on other people Mm -hmm. to make it work, and and they weren't. It just wasn't working that way. Uh, So that's why... Got in touch with Cyan80, because I, I had a blast on that podcast. Hmm. Um, I, that was fun, it was quite I enjoyed
1: doing it, it's just that there wasn't a usable shout out yeah. at the end, which was a shame.
0: Um, so, yeah, we sort of merged the two together.
1: We have indeed, they've become an amorphous conglomerate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: It has life, it's alive now. It's so, alive. Yeah. Cool, right. And the last question we got here is have we figured out how to. Fix our challenges, and what have we learned since we started doing these shows?
1: I think we've learned not to worry so much. Yeah, Uh, and you know, I think we we do a kind of bare amount of preparation for it in terms of you know we'll we'll scour (laughs) over some articles on (laughs) digital spy, scroll down a load of things that we want to talk about generally ignore them and just go yeah. wherever the conversation goes.
0: Occasionally it's really easy. Mm. I mean, last week's was really easy to yeah. to do because we could we could have raged for hours last yeah. week. <laughs> um and sometimes there's there's dead weeks where you are you're trying to find stories. Yeah. But then more often than not, whatever we come into the studio with to record, we hardly use any of it. <laughs> we just yeah. we just talk. Um, and I think that was good but yeah, I think the biggest thing for me the biggest thing I've learned is to stop worrying so much mm. just, to, just to talk
1: just to chill and enjoy yeah. it Yeah, and you know, when we go back over it if something doesn't work, fuck it, we'll cut it out yeah. <laughs> you've not really lost anything other than a couple of seconds of breathing yeah.
0: <laughs> um, and to realise that you can't do it all yourself you do have to have people around you that you can
1: yeah, absolutely. Work yeah, yeah, you. And yeah. That's yeah you do. Well. And I, I think we've worked very well yeah. on it in terms of how you know we've recorded, you've edited together. I get it. We tag it. We put it online. Yeah. I've created the kind of distribution in, infrastructure yeah. for it and put it out. So it, it's it, it's cool to be able to use all our different skills yeah. in terms of producing these.
0: Definitely. And to be fair, this is
1: this is the, the podcast is only the start. I mean, we've had tons of ideas of stuff to do yeah. that we want to go on and do. Now it's just uh, it's about. Kicking my own ass and making sure they happen. Well, it it isn't
0: filming as well.
1: Well, yeah, indeed. I so said there's the filming, and then we, you know, we've been writing some stuff which I need to finish writing, and then hand over to you. And I've been recording some music that I need to finish <laughs> and hand over to you. Uh, and but I think now that we've got this one thing that we are always doing, yeah, that gives a base to work from because we've started doing more. We've started doing the reviews, and they've gone out, and we've done extra blog posts and. Yeah. Other people have come back, like Ferg's come back and started blogging again on yeah. Monkey Spanner. And which so, is cool. Yeah, indeed. So it, it, it's a platform upon which we can build yeah. other stuff. And yeah, it might take a long time because we're all fucking busy people. Yeah. Um, but my, my ardent wish is that, that we do produce more stuff and just put it out in the world and, yeah. and give stuff back because... I mean, I, I, I've spent years consuming and critiquing and wondering and being awed over other people's stuff and yeah. I'd like to put my own stuff out and, you know, get some genuine feedback from people.
0: Yeah, I think my advice to anybody listening who's thinking of doing their own podcast or their own video channel is just do it. Yeah. I mean, that that's the big thing I've taken from this is
1: just do it. You have nothing to lose. Absolutely. There isn't anything to lose. I mean, you, you, you have to be careful in terms of if you're putting music on your show. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's one thing to be wary of because you can't just use stuff without asking people and getting permission because you will very quickly run into problems. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, just, just do it. Yeah. Thank you,
0: Kiri, for those questions. I will put your YouTube channel and all links to your stuff in the show notes
1: and we hope they answered your questions
0: and yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got we've got a question for you as well in response Kiri um, give us a quick video with your five films yeah, for the Nerd vs. World film list you're now yeah. part of the show
1: indeed yeah, cool. you've got to do them so normal rules apply but you're going to get a chance to script them beforehand which is looking <laughs> we all have to do it off the top of our heads but try and do it as quick as you can five films you think everybody needs to see
0: excellent and we will Link that in the next episode, or whenever you get it done. Yep, that's so all cool. Indeed. Excellent. Yes, yeah, I think that's a good place to end it.
1: Indeed. Is is there anything we haven't covered? I'm trying to think of anything we haven't end. covered. Did we explain why the episode is called what it is?
0: We didn't. No. And then okay. that's a
1: somber note to go out on. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um, it's. Jason and the Argonauts, because just an hour or so before we went to the studio to record, sad news that Ray Harryhausen had passed away hit the air. Um, so yeah, the title is a tribute to one of his most epic pieces of work.
1: Indeed, he was a pioneer in terms of special effects. Yeah. So the stuff he achieved with uh, the tools <laughs> at his yeah. disposal were uh, truly, truly phenomenal. Yeah. And without the work of him and, and, and other people like him, we just wouldn't have a lot of the effects and stuff we have today.
0: The stuff he did with those skeletons.
1: Yeah, mm. I always remember yeah. that.
0: Always. And I'd always see his influence in other films growing up. Um, Tim Burton took a great influence from him. Mm. And the scene in Beetlejuice where the statues are reanimated was yeah. very Harry Harryhausen. In fact, in *The Corpse Bride*, the piano in *The Corpse Bride* is called the Harry Hanging, as, a, as a very definite doff of the hat to the mm-hmm. great man. So, yeah, uh, sad news is a great loss. And
1: Indeed, you will be missed. Uh, okay. yeah.
0: So, go and do yourself a favour, and this weekend seek out an old video or DVD of some of his greatest films. Yeah, and do. enjoy some stop motion animation. No,
1: I'll go back of the Titans I think for me the original Clash of the Titans great film Archimedes <laughs>
0: okay and on that note we will say good day and goodbye for this show um, I've been Brendan I've been Spindles
2: I've been Cody nice to meet you everybody sort <laughs> of I guess <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you for coming on. indeed thank um, you sir it's been good yeah, to no, have you on the show it's been fun, fun. And until next time, take care and be excellent to each other.